0: What the what podcast? Where are you? We got some work to do now. What the what podcast? Where are you? We got some work to do now. Don't know the words.
1: <laughs> That's okay. You made it up the entire time. It's you
0: fine. killed it. Great Something, job. something, something about a something with a Scooby snack. That's, That's a, a fact. fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the What the What podcast. I'm Eric Creech, and with me today, Ashby Rain and Kyle Whitley. We're very excited for you to join us. And if you couldn't tell, what our topic is today, well. Um, I'm sorry that you did not recognize the musical greatness that is the Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. theme song, but we are discussing Scooby-Doo and its um, its impact on... Me. On Ashby, mostly. I this is a way for her to get her uh, her feelings out, <laughs> um, as well as its impact on other pop culture entities and, uh, and just our memories of this wonderful, wonderful... Um, I'm not sure, like, I guess... Uh, Brand it would be the correct way to describe franchise. Like franchise, there's the word I'm looking. For. Franchise. Franchise. Yeah. Uh, this wonderful franchise and the memories we have with it. So, uh, but before we get into all that, you know, we're just going to dive right into it. No small talk this time, guys. So sorry. Oh, that's a um, whole different show. Uh, yeah, no small talk at all. Um, we would like you, the listener, to join us uh, and subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever it is you get your podcast. And if we're not there, let us know and we'll be there. Um, we ask that you uh, give us a rating, too, a little review. Five stars. Five. Five stars, ladies and gentlemen. If you
1: like us, it's five. If you hate us, it's five.
0: Like uh, Ashby said last week, one for every member of the gang from Scooby-Doo. That's right. So, um, you know, you can give us one for Fred, one for Daphne, one for Velma, one for Shaggy, and then the last one is for Scooby. Ruby, Also, um, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, share it. Share this with your friends. Uh, and if you like this episode, I'm sure there's others in our archives that you would enjoy. We have over 100 episodes for you to enjoy in our archives, so please go check that out. Um, if you do like us, we would love for you to join us on social media. You can find us by typing in What the What Media. All one word. That is all one word. Um, and you'll find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram by uh, doing it that way. If you're on Twitter, uh, well what what media is too many letters for a Twitter handle so we're on Twitter at wTw underscore media where you will find Ashby killing it um, because she is a Twitter queen mm-hmm. um, so yeah do all those things and join us on social media and uh, yeah we would just love for you to do that for us uh, like we mentioned uh, on today's episode we're talking about scooby-Doo and I mean it's been around since 1969. But if you're not familiar with Scooby Doo, this is your spoiler warning. You know, if you've never seen it, we're going to spoil it. I mean, Look, if you <laughs> that's you've that's never so seen Scooby Doo. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Dead Hit silence off here. This planet,
2: yeah. <laughs> Dead silence. I mean,
0: it's been around for what, fifty years now. That give, that, give that silent
2: pause was your chance to pause this mm-hmm. and yeah. go watch every episode of Scooby Doo plus the movies ever created since 1969, and then come back.
0: I mean, and to be and fair, we're not going to spoil every single episode. But Wait, what? The, the, yes, we're, we're not. I thought we were going to talk about every episode. Okay. I, I have all day booked. i got stuff to do, y'all. I booked the entire day. I
1: booked day. the entire day. I and thought, tomorrow. Erica, I said, I hope the baby's okay. I know you're going to be stressed out. Right. I'll but I've got to talk about Scooby-Doo. Right.
2: For I'm spending the night. 13 and a half hours.
0: You've got me for 23 more minutes, and then I'm going to go get a shower. And then I've got stuff to do. We so, can spray okay. you with a water hose. It'll Apparently. be a lot faster. <laughs> so y'all have fun. But, yes, uh, we will be talking about the concept and the um, the idea of Scooby-Doo and what it entails and the, I guess, how it works, each episode or each movie works. Um, so, if you don't want to be spoiled by that, I'm so sorry. Why did you click on this podcast? Um, but, pl- while you're here, please don't leave. Okay? We, we want you to stay.
2: Right. Listen to all yes. the other 100 plus episodes. Yes. While you're here. While you're here. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to watch
0: all the Scooby-Doo novels, right. listen to all the episodes. Don't start with the Toy Story episode. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> start with, like... I don't know, the Sandlot? I mean,
1: maybe. Just what, look where Ashby's name gets mentioned and start there.
0: Captain America, the First Avenger <laughs> yeah. is where
1: you want to start. Then. Well, maybe we can go to the Disney. Uh,
0: the Disney songs or the Disney bracket? The bracket. Yeah. Maybe start there. Yeah, either way. And
1: then skip to Ashby. Yeah, and then skip to
0: Ashby. So. Anyway, thank you for joining us. And now we're going to jump into Scooby-Doo. Uh, Ashby, would you like to give like a like a brief synopsis of what Scooby-Doo like kind of entails?
2: Okay. I would love to. Thanks to Wikipedia, <laughs> where you get the best, <laughs> the best
0: information because <laughs> anybody can add anything, so you know you're getting the most updated information.
2: It's a hundred percent correct, a hundred percent of the time. Yes. Um, yes, we're not.
0: This is not a sponsored podcast, by the way. Not yet. But if Wikipedia wants to sponsor us, we'll, exactly. we will trump them up a hundred percent
2: and say
1: right. yes. Who's Wikipedia? But, who's but at Wikipedia? Do we have to kiss to get <laughs> them, them to send us money?
2: <laughs> Wikipedia. A dollar helps. Anyway, okay. So, (laughs) uh, yes. Full disclosure, this episode was my idea because I have very formative memories of Scooby-Doo. Watching it, uh, Saturday morning cartoons, and um, back when Hanna-Barbera had its own network. um, Scooby-Doo, I think, sort of entered into our generation's collective consciousness about the same time as, like, Johnny Quest and the Flintstones and the Jetsons. And so all of those shows were kind of, you know, along the same timeline for me. But Scooby-Doo stood out. And I think it was, you know, we've we've talked about how it took me a while to recognize that maybe my love of, like, true crime and horror movies Mm -hmm. and murder mysteries. And, you know, like, before there was the X-Files and before there was Unsolved Mysteries, before all of that, there was Scooby-Doo.
1: Well, I think it's almost how we talked about last week with like Halloween movies. You you automatically jump to the big scary, right? But with this, it's the same way when you get into these movies and you love the mystery of it and figuring things out. If you break it down and go back to it, most likely it came from Scooby Doo, and that's how you learn to love these things.
2: Yes, for sure. So, again, for those people who maybe you know have been under a rock since nineteen sixty nine. Uh, So sorry. Yeah, so sorry. Scooby-Doo is an American animated franchise comprising um, of many animated television series as well as some movies um, that are and have been, you know, produced since 1969 to present day. Um, And there's a lot of other, like, derivative media around Scooby-Doo. Writers Joe Ruby and Ken Spears created the original series called Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? for Hanna-Barbera Productions in 69. And this Saturday morning cartoon series featured teenagers Fred Jones, Daphne Blake, Velma Dinkley, and Shaggy Rogers. And they're talking Great Dane named Scooby-Doo, who solved mysteries involving supposedly supernatural creatures through a series of antics and missteps. So... By the way, if you didn't know that the gang all had last names, there you go. What? <laughs> right? I knew Fred Jones. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
0: like, the most basic white boy name ever. And exactly. I knew Scooby-Doo. But right. And <laughs> Scooby-Doo. I feel bad for his parents. Yes. Um, who named him. Never mind. It's the same Winnie the Pooh thing I have, issue I had. They named him after a piece of crap. Wow. But, um, wow. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
2: um, so, yeah. I think the beauty of Scooby-Doo, right, is that... It's, it always starts out as a supernatural mystery, and it always ends as a real-life crime, right? Yes. So... There's never the supernatural element is is never proven to be true, right?
0: It always looks spooky, but there's always a real like a yes. real life explanation yes. for why it looks. And spooky. so
2: the the antics normally involve Scooby and Shaggy being scared of the supernatural element and Fred and Daphne and Velma working to prove that instead of something supernatural going on that there's some person that is committing some crime and trying to cover it up using a supernatural element. So there's right. always a guy in a mask, right?
0: So, and that's the supernatural element is why it's part of our holiday season here. Yes. Because um, it does. I know this episode's dropping, I think, second week in November. Um, I believe November the 8th is when this is dropping, but mm-hmm. it still fits the season because yes. Scooby Doo is just a fun franchise, but it does have that supernatural element, even though it's based in, you know, like real. What, what what actually happened?
2: So right, correct. So I remember coming into what were probably reruns of the Scooby Doo Where Are You series mm-hmm. in you know the early nineties, which is when I would have been watching them, and then through the eighties, I want to say into the late nineties. There was a series of movies that, and there's been a lot of Scooby-Doo movies, but the ones that are most formative for me were probably produced in the late 80s, and I was watching them in the 90s, and we can mm-hmm. you know, talk about those as well. And then also, I feel like specifically for our generation, the Scooby-Doo Meets series yep. mm-hmm. is um, something that we had a lot of, uh, I think, scream time for. So I definitely want to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, how do you guys want to tackle this? Do you want to talk about like what your what your initial thoughts or memories of Scooby Doo were, like your favorite villains? So
0: like, I don't really have a lot of like quote favorite like memories of episodes or villains or anything, but I will. I do want to talk about how like Scooby Doo has just always been a constant. Mm -hmm. Sure, like it's something Mm -hmm. that you know it just it feels. I mean, for our lifetime, it has always been around, and it has you know in so many different. Um, I guess, variations or whatever. It's been around forever. I mean, it's come back in uh, different forms and different media styles. You've got the cartoon series, the original being Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? which aired from 1969 to 1976. Um, But then we probably watched reruns of that. Mm -hmm. Um, We also grew up on the generation where they added Mm Scrappy-Doo. Yes, yeah. Um, Your mileage on him may vary.
1: Not to cut you short. scrappy doo But what do you feel about Scrappy-Doo? Because I feel like there's some stigma out there that, like, he was bad or ruined the show or... I don't know. I feel like every time it gets mentioned, that's so, what gets brought up. But to me, I don't remember that.
0: So here, here's why Scrappy Doo... And any time a, a television show adds like a, like a brand new character, mm-hmm. it, it's an attempt to boost ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually recently watched a Simpsons episode. It was their 150th episode mm-hmm. um, where they add a poochie to the itchy and scratchy show mm-hmm. um, in an attempt to boost... And it was basically a social commentary on fans who just get bored with what they enjoyed so much and then so but this is the same old same old so they add a new character try to spice things up and it's just all but people who truly love it they they loved it for what it was they didn't need the you know they were a diehard they didn't need the new character to bring in the casuals well that's what scrappy do was scrappy do was literally added to boost ratings for the show and so as a kid i liked him I mm-hmm. didn't necessarily love him, but I liked him. I mean, I, you know, he was what he was. Um, but I can see where people will be like, well, part of the reason we watched Scooby-Doo in the, the first place was because we enjoyed the original five. We didn't need to add a new character. And I felt like, and I, I haven't done the research, um, but I felt like when they added Scrappy-Doo, they also got rid of Fred and Velma. Like, I felt like it was just Shaggy okay. and Daphne. yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe Fred and Velma weren't as featured in the episodes. Cause right. Because I, I do remember Daphne and Shaggy always being around, but I don't remember when, in the Scrappy-Doo era, um, them having Fred and Velma around as much.
2: Yeah, I feel like Scrappy-Doo added a chaotic element that I didn't care for, you mm-hmm. know, because, like, the whole point is that Scooby-Doo is sort of like, He's the he and Shaggy are kind of like the bumbling members of the game sure. who like mess everything up, but then figure it out and are like really lovable. And then Scrappy came in and added this sort of like, you know, like off the starting line, too gung ho, mm-hmm. like energy. And then Scooby had to be the one to like pull him back, mm-hmm. and that changed Scooby's character for True. me. So
0: okay. here I'm reading up on it now. Um, as a result of Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo's success, the entire show was overhauled in 1980 to focus more on Scrappy-Doo. Mm-hmm. At this time, Scooby-Doo started to walk and run anthrop- anthropomorphically on two feet more often, mm-hmm. rather than on four like a normal dog. Right. Fred, Daphne, and Velma were dropped from the series, and the new Scooby-Doo and Shaggy-Doo format now consists of three seven-minute comedic adventures starring Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy instead of a one-half-hour mystery. Correct. Most of the supernatural villains in the 7-Minute Scooby and Scrappy Cartoons, who in previous Scooby series have been revealed to be human criminals and costumes, were now real within the context of the series. So I think... Part of the issue with adding Scrappy-Doo and what they ended up doing with the show was, it changed the format to something where it's not what it was. Right. makes sense.
2: And I also remember, and I I was sort of moving out of the kid cartoon bracket by then, mm -hmm. age-wise, but at some point they did a pup named Mm -hmm, mm Scooby-Doo, where Scooby-Doo was the puppy, and Mm -hmm. the gang was younger. Mm -hmm. They were like early teens, Mm -hmm. or late, like 10, 11, 12, and... Uh, it was a it, it was a totally different feel to it mm-hmm. and I I wasn't as much of a fan but that was when you kind of got a little bit more of the backstory because as teenagers they had the mystery van sure you never met their parents you could be but it's a little bit less plausible that a bunch of 12 year olds and a puppy are running around solving crime Sure. where are their parents and mm-hmm. so it brought in a little bit more of like their home life element where like you understood that Daphne's parents were rich and you know sure. And so that, it, it got a little too out of control for me. Gotcha. But I was already moving out of that bracket. So now when I go back and I watch Scooby-Doo, I'm only watching the original Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Um, and it, it's still, I remember all the villains. It's, it's really good. Obviously, the animation from you know the 60s, early 70s is like very... Basic, like you can tell, the backgrounds don't move, just the foreground mm-hmm. characters, yeah. which but there's is something
0: charming <laughs> there is. about it. There is, like, yeah. there's something really charming about that. And, um, to just to finish my thought from earlier, um, while I don't have like favorite villains, favorite episodes, whatever, um, just the idea of Scooby Doo, um, and the format of solving mysteries, the fact that it was clearly kids television because the stakes were you know i mean they were they were high in the show but they no, no one's going to die from this i mean i know shaggy and scooby were always so scared that was part of the hilariousness of right. it you know, they were scaredy cats solving these little mysteries or whatever um but you know it was just it was fun television for a child right. and it, it introduced ideas of the mystery genre i think part of my love for like as i got older the boxcar children you know, mm-hmm. they solved mysteries like, um, and then Clue yeah, as a game and as the movie and as Knives Out, um, just the idea of mysteries and solving mysteries, it started with this show. Yep. It started with the idea of, okay, well, here's four, four, four people and their dog. They're talking Great Dane um, going out and solving mysteries. And so I think that's the biggest legacy that I can speak to is the fact that it, it started, it sparked a love of mysteries in general for me.
2: Yeah, same.
1: I mean, I totally agree. Uh, I was, the only reason I brought up Scrappy a few minutes because I knew the history on it, but I feel like there is a blend in there for me because I remember going just loving all like Hanna Barbera cartoons in general. They all were done in that animation style that you almost could just believe they were all kind of part of the same world. Um, they're obviously their basis and the backgrounds and stuff are a little bit different, but you know, you look at Flintstones or Jetsons or Hong Kong Fui or whatever else. Um, just the animation style. I feel like it's something that growing up for us was something that almost related us to our parents a little bit to be like, these are older cartoons, but still so many of those reruns that maybe we didn't even realize were old cartoons. And we just grew up knowing and loving them for what they are. Um, uh, I'm the same way as Ashby's where I, I watched, I watched cartoons, you know, until I was way older than probably most of the bracket of is and you know and i still watch some and obviously i still watch stuff today you know it's not shamed as much as i guess what it was at one point but when i think of scooby-doo i think of exactly the same thing ashby does i think of the original series i think of scooby-doo where are you uh i think of just the funness of the music that's in the background that's running around um with it the thing i think about most and ashby mentioned it as well is like the movies like and where they meet people they went through that series too uh and some of those episodes and they released them as a movie but it was kind of like a two-parter the most I remember of everything is my cousin Lewis had uh, Batman meets Scooby-Doo I believe that's the correct I don't think it's Scooby-Doo meets Batman. Batman meets Scooby-Doo but um, I remember watching that at his house he had that on VHS tape uh, I remember we would go hang out and it would be like if his sister got the choice we're watching like America and Ashley like VHS but if he got the choice this is what we're watching And I don't remember this ever being on television. I don't remember the series beyond just the original. But I do remember constantly going to his house. If we weren't doing anything, that was the thing we put on television and watched. And I think it was something that was fun and creative for us because we liked Batman. Because you knew Batman now from the animated series. This isn't the same Batman, but it didn't matter to you. This is Batman and Robin. And now Scooby-Doo is teaming up with him to help him. I think it was the Joker and the Penguin to, to capture them as a music part. And it was cool as a child to see that, to see the, you know, how we've talked about, you know, Scooby-Doo and the gang going around and solving mysteries and everything else. And then now you have the Cape Crusader, Crusader, Crusader. That's the right word. Uh, but being like such a great detective and how he's teaming up with them too, where it's still a detective thing. It's still figuring things out. It's not just, Oh, you know, let Batman run the movie or run the show type deal. Um, I didn't really watch a ton of it more as I grew up. I do remember what you were talking about where they were little kids. I feel like they did a whole run with Hanna-Barbera like that. They did like smaller Flintstones that were the same way. I don't remember if they did the Jetsons, but I do remember the Flintstones at least. Um, in similar ways, I don't remember watching it a ton. Uh, honestly, when, when memory comes up, there's not like a ton of certain things, kind of how Eric said, there's certain episodes that come to mind that I loved, but there is just something about it that's nostalgic and it's, almost like heartwarming that takes you back to your childhood to see these characters and if it came on you would stop and watch it because it's something you did want to watch I think like Boomerang is still out there now that shows a lot of these type of shows uh, out there versus the newer versions in the same way with what they've done with everything else out there that we loved growing up they've done tons of remakes Um, I know especially like with Cartoon Network and stuff I don't know if it's exactly Cartoon Network but you know you'll see a lot of these remakes of and then the animation styles change a ton um, I think way back in the day, like Daphne, like if you look at her eyes, were all just skin tone is just a tiny black dot. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like things, but you know, as they produce and go on later, they add a little bit more, they change their style up slightly. Um, and then especially in the most recent years of like changing it up, they're very much stylized in the way that cartoons are stylized now and a little bit more crazy and goofy versus more real. I, I don't always say like the original is realistic per se, but right. like in general, just how it was done. Um, and I get it that's for a whole new generation. And I think it's the same way with some other shows you know you grew up with either loved it so much that you can't stand to see the change or you know you can appreciate that you may not like every bit of like new stuff, but it's still at least allowing that out there for another generation right. of people to get involved with. And
2: sometimes it technology changes, but then like nostalgia, you're like, well, I don't I don't sure. care that it looks dated, right. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. so and
1: I think that's that whole thing. like it doesn't <laughs> look dated, you know, it does technically. There's nothing about it where I'm focused on her eyeballs aren't colored in or anything like, no, this is just so much right. that I love this. So,
0: um, The American Center for Children mm-hmm. and Media uh, Executive uh, Director David Kleeman said that uh, overall, Scooby-Doo is just not a show that's going to overstimulate kids' emotions and tensions. It creates just enough fun to make it fun without them getting worried or giving them nightmares. And I think that's... That's really the key to why it's maintained its popularity over the years. Um, Yes, I mean, it it had a um, resurgence in the 90s because, where you have both young children watching it, but then the nostalgic adults at the time who were watching it as well. Um, But it's just the fact that it's just, it's fun. It's meant to be fun, and it's always... You know, they catch the bad guy, they rip off the mask, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling mm. kids. Yep. I mean, every single time. I mean, it's just, it's the kind of routine. You know, it's just, it's comfort television. You know, it, yep, it's it really safe. Is. You know, you know, like, okay, I want to figure out how they're going to figure this out, um, but you know they're going to. Like, a, a, an adult, like, more, an, an adult, like, television show that I would compare it to is, like, Mom. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. you know have y'all ever seen monk mm-hmm. i haven't but i know So about monk it. is this great detective um and there's these weird like m- murders that you know there's no way the the main suspect could have done it and he's like well he's the guy i don't know how he did it i don't know why he did it but he's mm-hmm. the guy and you're just trying to figure out how he did it well i think of monk when i think of scooby-doo it's like you know you're not sure how it works um but and you know you're not really sure sometimes who the killer is but you know they're going to figure it out, and you know there's going to be a resolution at the end of each episode. Right. So um, it's just, it's, it's a great, great show. Um,
2: so the series that Kyle was talking about with Scooby Doo meets Batman and Robin or whatever, um, yeah. that, so, per, so following Scooby Doo, where are you? So we're in the late 70s, basically, they changed the format. So they called it The New Scooby-Doo Movies. Mm -hmm. And each episode or movie was 43 minutes long. So longer than the normal running time. Mm -hmm. So basically what a kid would perceive as like a movie. movie, Right. And they started matching the gang, solving mysteries with both real life celebrities of the time. And then also like fictional characters Mm -hmm. that the network also owned. So that's when you got... You know, it's the Scooby-Doo gang with Sonny and Cher mm-hmm. and the Three Stooges yep. and Dick Van Dyke and Don Knotts. But then <laughs> you also had them with the Speed Buggy people and the Harlem Globetrotters mm-hmm. and the Addams Family and Batman and Robin and the Super Friends. And so...
0: I mean, currently they're doing stuff with the WWE. Right. Now they are. Yeah.
2: So. Right. So they ch- they sort of bring in and change as the generations go on. But that, that specific... Error of like longer slash short movies is what I remember with like the Globetrotters and Batman and Robin, Mm -hmm. especially. Like, I can remember those episodes in my mind.
1: And I looked it up yesterday and it's like something that's cool about it. It's like Batman and them, the episode or movie was released, but Super Friends didn't come out until like either later that year or the next year. Right. So they already had Batman on a cartoon, and I'm sure there was probably something for Super Friends, but like they put him on this cartoon with, you know, the Scooby Doo gang. Before they already had like a great running superhero show to be like, here we took him off of here and put him here. It's like right. no, but that shows something about Scooby Doo that you would take put this character here before you even think to have like his own show by, mm-hmm. or like you know superhero show. Um, I think that's important. You know the movies that came out later. I'll be honest, I haven't seen, so I can't say much about that. Did you guys see those movies? Was it late nineties or two thousands? Early two
0: thousands, uh, I believe. Um, Freddie Prinze, mm-hmm. and Sarah live action? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, action, yeah, Matthew Lillard, yeah, Matthew. I've yeah, never saw them, but
2: I saw the first one, but not the second one. And I, honestly, like I thought it was gonna ruin things for me, but they were done in fun, and they were mm-hmm. done as well as they could be. And you know, it was like a more adult version of Scooby Doo, banking on the fact that the people who had watched Scooby Doo sure. growing up were now adults. Yeah, you know, and it, I mean, it was they were fun. It was good. I didn't
1: ever like watch it out, of, not watch it out. Of spite. it was just one of those things. I think at that age, it just wasn't. One of those things, that I've seen like you know bits and pieces as it came on television years later, um, and I know they came out. Was it Scooby Doo or Scooby? Like what was it? A scoob?
0: Scoob came out recently.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't see that either. Anybody? Yeah, I
2: haven't seen the very like new news. I stuff. don't
0: think. It, yeah. I think it's on HBO Max.
1: Is it? Yeah. I know they came out of the theater, and honestly, it looked cute. Like it would be good. Like you know, Scooby Doo is a pup, but I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. Eh. So, Meh. I think Scooby Doo had a. Um, you know, I mentioned this earlier. Um, just such an impact, such an effect on pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashby, you would know this. Okay. Um, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer television series. Uh huh. They refer. You know, there's a group of characters that refer to themselves as
2: the Scooby Gang. The Scooby mm-hmm. Gang,
0: because yeah. they similarly battle supernatural forces. And yeah, Buffy and her friends. Supernatural are the monster gang. mysteries. Um, you know, the Scoobies use books to look up monsters. <laughs> I mean, yep. Um, and the funny thing is Sarah Michelle Gellar, who's Buffy, goes uh-huh. on to be Daphne in the in live Scooby-Doo, action stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Which
2: is actually like good casting, Yeah,
0: honestly. sure. Very good casting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So um,
2: I, I want to talk about the three movies that I remember most okay. when in the late 80s, Hanna-Barbera started producing, um, made for television films. Mm-hmm. And those were actually like 92 minute full length okay. films. Okay. And I owned them on VHS, <laughs> nice, because of course I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were Scooby Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Okay. And Scooby Doo and and so these the other thing that changed with these movies is it was just Shaggy and Scooby mm-hmm. or Shaggy Scooby and Scrappy. Yeah. So these movies didn't include the rest mm-hmm. of the gang. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right. But they were going off on adventures. And then they also finally actually brought in a real supernatural element. Yeah, they did. So the Boo Brothers are almost like the three ghosts, the three brother ghost and Casper, Mm -hmm. right? And this one was a lot of fun because you were on this like haunted southern plantation where there were like there was buried treasure and it it just it was like again creepy while still being fun Uh and being a mystery. And then you had Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, where Shaggy gets turned into a werewolf. I remember
1: this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then he has to, uh, I believe, like race a car to get the cure to get turned back into a person. Mm -hmm. Um, And that one was just Shaggy and Scooby, I think. I don't think Scrappy was in it. Yeah. and then, and that also starts bringing in like Dracula and mm-hmm. the Wolfman and more like of the supernatural characters. Yeah. And then there was Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, where Scooby and Shaggy and Scrappy-Doo go to this place called Miss Grimwood's Finishing School for Girls, where they're hired as gym teachers. But they get there and they discovered that the girls are actually ghouls. And that, like, Sabella is the daughter of Dracula and Elsa is that. the daughter of Frankenstein. Yep. And now they're teaching these girls at this finishing school that are actually the daughter of all of these, like, myth- mythological, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, m- horror monster movies. Yeah. And that one was really, really nice and fun. And I enjoyed watching that one, too. And all of those came out, like, 87 to 89 kind of yeah. thing. Um, so the, I really loved, like, those three movies I still can remember watching over and over and over and over and over, <laughs> and over
0: again.
2: <laughs> um, and then I just wanted to touch on one of the reasons I'm currently wearing a – I made Kyle take a photo of me in my Supernatural shirt, mm-hmm. the TV show Supernatural, holding the Scooby-Doo case um, because, as Eric talked about, with how much of an effect Scooby-Doo has had on pop culture – For their 13th season, for their 16th episode, Supernatural did an episode called Scooby Natural, Hmm. where the boys, Jared and Jensen playing Sam and Dean, are sucked into an alternate dimension through some kind of artifact where they are animated and put into a Scooby-Doo I've, I've seen
1: pictures of it I never knew yes. what it was but I've seen the pictures
2: and so because if you're Supernatural and you make it to 13 seasons you can just start doing sure. really crazy stuff and get away with it mm-hmm. and they did and that's it was awesome. delightful and so Sam and Dean solve a mystery with the Scooby gang that's awesome and they did all the voices and they got to be animated and you know even Misha is Castiel the angel he's he's in there he's animated They got to skew it a little bit more adult because Supernatural has an adult, you know, like um, uh, Dean's trying to get with Daphne the whole time. Mm. And then Velma hits on uh, Sam. And Dean's Mm. like, oh, I should have known it's always the quiet ones. (laughs) Um, So there was some more adult humor in it. But it was still really fun and really delightful. And it was like my favorite adult scary thing and my favorite kid scary thing coming together. And it was so much fun to watch. Um, and talking of the, the live action Scooby Doo movie mm-hmm. for this episode, they had people from the live action come back and do the voices. So Matthew Lillard was Shaggy in That's Scooby awesome. Natural, um, Frank Welker was Scooby Doo, um, and then uh, I think Kate, someone was Velma. Anyway, so I can't quite pronounce her last name. Um, but yeah, it was, it's really, if you, if you don't plan to ever watch Supernatural, you can go watch that one episode and it'd be delightful and you don't really have to understand anything about supernatural or what's happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really love that, that sort of like more adult version of Scooby-Doo. And it, I think that came out in, I want to say 2018. I
1: was about to say, it seems more recent because I remember like yeah. it making the rounds on social media. Right. Um, complete random fact, but it happened to pop in my head when you were listing actors and stuff. But Casey Kasem was the voice for Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Originally, The original yeah. series from like 90, or 69 to 97, mm-hmm. I think 2002, 2009. I remember like there all, I feel like that was one of the first times that you knew it was like somebody super famous that you heard was voicing a character or a cartoon character. Yeah. Um, there has been plenty, but I just feel like as a child, all of a sudden discovering something like that for the first time was a big deal. Uh, I don't know, but you also mentioned uh, like more of an adult series i know the most recent like news anything scooby-doo is i think they're doing like an all velma series coming up like to hbo max i think it was released Ooh, like, announced that's awesome okay and i think it was announced in like february of this year
2: i would watch that i think
1: it's still animated but it okay. is animated for more of adults is what it says okay and um man i can't remember her name right now she plays mindy um
0: um
2: mindy calling
0: yeah
1: I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. From uh, the office. From the office. Yep. Yeah. I think Kaylin. she's voicing it and executive producing it. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Okay. But That's as awesome. Velma, so they're going to do like a, a mainly Velma focused show. Uh, I don't know a ton of details about it. I do know it was very early beginnings in February, and obviously with COVID and stuff, stuff kind of gets pushed out some right now. Right. Uh, but that is the newest Scooby Doo thing to show that even though this is something from way back, it's still making rounds today. I don't think it's something that. Some shows we see, I feel like sometimes they just try to stretch it to make some money. Right. Sure, they're trying to make money. That's how they stay in business. But it's at least in new innovative inventive ways like, right. to do it. So I think that'll be cool to see whenever it comes out and to see kind of what route they go with that. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think that's kind of where we're at in the world today with Scooby-Doo. Something – I'd never been to Universal Studios until a few years back. Uh, Erica took me for my 30th birthday. And something that surprised me was they still had like the mystery machine riding around. And Shaggy was there. And I don't remember, maybe Scooby was there too, but I know at least Shaggy got out and was talking to us and stuff. And just to think that like, that's in the same place where Harry Potter is, the same place where Transformers, all these things, you know, these giant franchises and everything else. But to realize that Scooby-Doo has such an impression on all of us throughout the world and throughout time that they can still come through the parks and still make sense to who they are. I mean... You see a lot of stuff like that gets pulled over time, you know, as they kind of get dated out. And I'm sure, like, you've got um, Doc from Back to the Future driving the DeLorean around every once in a while there, too. But same way, nostalgic. You obviously know who he is. But to know that they put that much in, like, a cartoon series, that they've still got a mystery machine and Shaggy, possibly Scooby, driving around, getting out, talking to the public, getting pictures, all sorts of stuff in a major theme park and doing this on the daily shows that it's still relevant today. Even if it's not just us, you see them getting out and little kids being excited to talk to Shaggy and Scooby. Uh, So it just does go to show that they can still continue on to this day, no matter if it's current things or even just old, you know, the cartoons we grew up on and that getting passed down to the generation before us to still love uh, and care for this type of thing and how it still holds up as a great topic that wasn't date period, because it's still all about mystery. It's about keeping your mind, caught in this series as you're watching it to figure out who did it what's going on here is that really a monster this time or is it not a monster you know and how that worked out and i think you know it's something cool that get got your brain going as a kid that maybe you didn't realize you were kind of like working through these things you just thought you were watching a television show but how interactive you got in watching something like this so i definitely think it still holds up in today's culture and today uh and just the world itself it passes just not just the nostalgic goggle view but also current view as well so
0: here's my my one question uh, i guess to kind of wrap this up Mm -hmm. a little bit um if we are wanting to wrap this up favorite character Hmm. who do you well favorite character and then who do you identify with
2: i'm definitely velma okay like definitely velma I, I mean, i I've, like for a long time I wanted to be Daphne. Same,
1: you like I want to be Fred, but right. it's like no, that's right. not. But you. But
2: I'm 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 happy being mm-hmm. Velma for sure. But I'd say my favorite character is probably Scooby. Yeah, mm-hmm. Scooby. because what I love about Scooby is that he he's as scared as Shaggy is. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while he has these like moments of bravery right and yep. normally does it for a Scooby snack yep but like he's like you know what you're right I'm gonna be I can do this mm-hmm. I'm gonna be brave you know and then he tries to be brave and then sometimes he ends up getting scared again and like running off yeah. and they're like oh Scoob you know mm-hmm. um, or messing up the trap but then in messing up the trap trapping the villain anyway and mm-hmm. so Scooby's definitely my favorite character but I'm I'm certainly Velma
1: I'm pretty sure I'm Shaggy Like look maybe slightly braver than Shaggy, but right. most likely put in a horrible situation where maybe there's a right. monster out to kill me, I'm probably the one hiding in a barrel somewhere. And so, also you're like,
2: like, man, I'm really hungry. Yeah, totally. I could go for a sandwich. Tall,
1: lanky, like <laughs> beard. I wish I was lanky, but beard, like, you know, slightly growing, you know, growing up, you wish you were Fred and could pull off an ascot, Scott but right. it's like, no, you totally can't. You're not Fred get, with that ass Yeah, it's like you're not getting the girl. Like <laughs> you're the one hanging out with the dog. But so funny. I definitely see that to where I am, but totally Scooby has to be the favorite because he gives you hope in almost every episode.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Scooby's definitely my favorite. Um, I just love, love Scooby. Um, our friend Ricky Lyles, who you hear get a shout out at the end of every episode, he has a dog named mm-hmm. Scooby, and now he has a collar. And a name tag that is...
2: Aww. That oh, no, that's awesome. Cute. Yeah.
0: So it's really awesome. Um, I don't know who I am. I mean, I guess I would lean towards Fred. I
2: think, I you're, think Fred. you're Fred. You're because definitely Fred. We need to like, get you an ascot. You're yeah. like, this is not supernatural. This is something we have to figure out, and mm-hmm. we're going to create a trap. All I need is like that spring, that bowling ball, that umbrella, yeah. and that ironing board. Like we're I,
1: splitting I, up, and I'm taking Daphne with me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like Fred was, is like a leader, and I feel like I'm a leader. You yeah, um, are? 100%. So... Yeah, I guess by default I would be Fred. I need to grow some blonde hair. Um,
2: get an ascot. I'll buy you some ascots yeah, for you Christmas. Need some, that's some, what
1: you need. Ascots, You've, yeah. You're the only man I know that can pull off a bow tie. So if you can pull off a bow tie, you ascot's are You can definitely pull off
2: an ascot. Definitely,
0: yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, good
1: stuff. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Like, we need to get this for you.
0: Are we Are we doing group Halloween costumes? Oh, here? my gosh. Just, we
2: should do a group. Like uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh, uh, Delta can be Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. I'll just paint her. It's fine. Yeah. Ruby, just Ruby, Ruby. Roll in the mud for a <laughs> yeah. second and then come in. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that'd be great. Family photos. Yep. We'll take holiday photos
0: with yep. each other. That's right. This is basically cosplay, but just, right. you know, for a random Sunday.
2: Sky can be Scrappy-Doo. Yes.
0: True. hmm We we'll no, get ready No, this. We, we like Sky. Well, I like <laughs> yeah, scrappy
2: Yeah, but she sky, would be though. a really cute Scrappy-Doo. Yeah.
1: Ah,
0: fair, okay, fair enough. Fair enough.
2: <laughs>
0: we we'll get Anything. pictures
1: every year. You know, at Christmas, we'll go to somewhere wearing some sweaters and get yes. a picture together.
0: There we yes. go. Cool deal. Well... Anything else y'all want to add for the Scooby-Doo episode?
1: I do. It's been 20-something minutes, and you've got to get a shower.
0: Oh, I do, don't I? I don't know. That's what
1: you said earlier. You Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thanks. I'll be here all night. Oh, boy. No, you won't. Because if you
2: don't,
1: (laughs) 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 you mean the next five minutes before I kick you out and get in the
0: shower. (laughs) Thank you so much, listeners, for... uh, everything for listening to our podcast. And I hope you enjoyed uh, our latest entry into the holiday season um, of our podcasting uh, current structure here. Big shout out to Ricky Lyles as well. Um, next week.
2: We're going to uh, have We're about to have a changeover yep, next week. A we're- change is coming. Mm-hmm. Do you hear jingle bells? I hear jingle and. bells. So so jingle, it's, it, jingle it is. Um, the jingle. Future. Jingle. It it's is a uh, which the world stop. in the winter. <laughs> I,
0: have a, I have a thought here, and y'all keep stepping all over it.
1: You um, got us in the mood.
0: It is, but it's not quite that time. But this also speaks to that time because right before Christmas, you have something called Black Friday, where people do a lot of shopping. And this movie is a Christmas movie, but there's always the hot holiday toy that people are just trying to get. And I feel like you would see it on sale on Black Friday or the weeks before thanksgiving or whatever you so, know when
1: you're not going to find it christmas eve if you're not going to find it christmas eve mm-hmm.
0: this is jingle all the way we're talking mm-hmm. about sinbad we're talking about arnold schwarzenegger um we're talking about late 90s um i haven't seen this movie since i saw it in theaters i feel like um so jingle now, all i know the it's way.
1: still relevant this year walmart or it's at walmart right now they are selling turbo man dolls again
0: nice
2: Wow.
1: We're going to one.
0: We're have to get one, you know,
2: oh, yeah. for, for, for the content. It's
1: for sure. $60, but Do it for the $60 is well worth. Like, Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Mm-hmm.
2: And return, Guys, if, you if each to. of you give us a dollar, we'll, we'll have $15, but we'll be yes. really close <laughs> yeah. to the sixty.
0: If those of you who listen to the podcast give us a dollar, we will be a third of the way there. Yeah, to buy
2: the doll. <laughs>
1: I mean, I we know. can go watch the original, or buy an original one for 400
0: or we can go get a new one. Oh,
2: you know.
1: Lord. Yes. Amazon's, Amazon's 56. Probably free shipping, too.
0: Free shipping, there. I mean, what a deal. So, uh, that's what we're doing next week. Until next time.
2: Hang all the mistletoe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to know you better. Yeah. This Christmas.
0: You know we got a mystery to solve, so. Ashby and Kyle, be ready for your acts. Don't, Don't look, hold back. Look, hold. And something. what the what Same if thing. you come through? You're gonna have yourself the cool side of the pillow. Nice. That's a
2: fact. Wow.
0: Jack. <laughs> Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. Ruby, ruby, ruby. We'll see you next time on the River the Podcast.
2: Zoinks. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> Bye. <laughs>